to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. It's risen upon you. Behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And Are you still excited to be in the house of God? Well, every week I tell you, you know, that there's a particular section of the service that I really, really like. And it's called Testimony Time. So I want you to put your hands together. How many of you were blessed by last week's testimony? It was very striking and powerful, wasn't it? So let's welcome our sister Evangeline to share a wonderful testimony. Wow. I like your white dress I look very regal Doesn't she look beautiful? Her testimony is just as beautiful So tell us who you are And which constituency you're from Hi everyone, my name is Evangeline I'm from the Overground constituency And you're Overground people in the house Woo! Yeah, I live on the Overground But it's not my constituency um, but anyway, so Evangeline, come closer. Tell us what your testimony is about. My testimony is about how God delivered me from a nearby death experience. Oh, wow. Okay, so tell us how it began, what happened. So on Sunday, the 26th of July, 2020, around 7.40 p.m. after... She remembers the time. That's how you know. You know when you remember the time and the date of something. That's how you know that it's a landmark in your life. So go on. Um, around 7.40pm, I was walking down the road with my two nieces. We were just going to get some food. Um, as we were walking down the road, the Holy Spirit said to me, turn back. But I was thinking, why would I turn back? I'm just going to get some food. So- you know when the Holy Spirit says something and then you just dismiss it. And you say, it's not serious. How many of you have done that before? Denzel's done it a couple of times. Chai! Okay, no problem. Evangeline, continue. So I continued to walk down the road and I saw a group of people standing in the, um, in the corner of a side road, sorry, and they were dressed in all black and some on bikes. However, I thought that's a common thing to see in South London, so I just continued to walk down the road. True. Very, very true. Black hoodie, yeah, black trousers, black, black, everything. black, black bikes, black, 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 all black, black everything. All black, yes. Okay, no problem. So, um, as I was walking down the road still, um, I took out my phone just to see a few messages. <laughs> so then I put my phone back into my pocket and then I saw one of the members of the group run towards me with a sharp long knife. It's a real testimony. It's not a movie. Continue. So, um, as she was running towards us, we all froze. Me and my nieces, we both froze. We're like, How? what's happening? Because we're thinking, this is, this is not usual. So um, then, sorry... Yeah, so then um, they still stood still and I told them to run. So then while running, they still still um, stood still in horror. So then I literally came in front of them and blocked the hit. So, so this was to block your nieces yeah, to, to make sure they nieces, didn't get hurt. Yeah. So then my, literally my body just bent back and I just missed the hit by this much, by the knife. So then they ran home, but with just me left in that situation. So I was like, hey, like, what's going to happen to me? So she stepped, are you following the story? So she stepped in front of her nieces to defend them. And then the nieces ran home. And she was alone with the gang. 
Okay. And I was wearing um, dolly shoes, so they were quite slippery on the road. So I was just running around in circles, and they tried to trip me up, and more of them came from the group. So I was like, hey, like, my life is going to, die. I'm going to be over. I thought I was going to die in that very instant. So at a point, I was then cornered, and I just said, God, just take my life. I know I haven't done like, much for you, but please just take it, because I can't stand pain. So please, <laughs> please let my life... <laughs> <Okay. see. laughs> So please let my life be over now. And so then what did you remember as you were standing there? I was there? just like blanking in and out. I was just like, my eyes were closing. I wasn't sure what was happening. I was thinking, these are young people with masks on. My mask wasn't even on. So I was like, I wear my mask so they don't see my face again. So um, then um, at a point, um, I just began to speak in tongues. I don't know how, but my mouth was just moving. And then... Um, the girl that had the knife on her, she nearly stabbed my neck. She was, she was a yay close on my neck. But I just moved out the way and I was able to get out of the circle and run home. But from that um, experience, I remember in the month of July, Prophet said divine escape. And I remember believing it with all my heart and I remember that. So in that particular month, Prophet had been saying over and over again and prophesying during the flow service that you'd have a divine escape. As he was saying it, did you think that you'd need one? So I thought I would never be in this position. So. So what would you like to say to everybody about listening to the prophecies? Um, this was during a flow service. Um, sorry, this was during a flow prayer. I believe it was even that Tuesday that week. And I just remember hearing divine escape, divine escape, divine escape. And I just believe it's through that prayer that I was saved by the grace of God. Wow, put your hands together for Evangeline. For such a powerful testimony. God has delivered you. Sometimes when people cry, it's okay. It's just evidence that it's real. A pastor told me that once, just chipping it in. God bless you. Clap for Evangeline. Beautiful. Wow. The testimonies from the flow prayers and the flow services are very serious. Have you noticed? So those of you that Tuesday, when we're looking for you on the thread, flowing somewhere else, flowing in the pillow, Please arise and wake up because your divine escape may be in that meeting. Somebody may be coming to you. Did you hear that? It was a lady with the knife. A lady. Chai, sisters. It's not easy. All right. Moving swiftly on. Would you like a song ministration? Praise and worship was very nice. So I think we can do with some more singing. So with a shout unto God, I want you to clap your hands and welcome the Greater Love Gospel Choir. We're gonna rise and build this mega church. We hear servants will arise and build this church. Building, building, building many churches right now. Multiply 
I'm so excited for this part of the service. I almost got up at the wrong time. I don't know if some of you noticed, but it's because I'm excited. Are you excited? It's because I have an expectation. Do you have one? Do you know why I ask you every week whether or not you have an expectation? It needs to be big because the Bible says that the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. So those of you with small expectations, just don't, 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 don't come too close because my expectation is big. Who has a big one? Oh, okay. I think I have to come to this side because the expectation is juicy. So I want you with Jesus joy. pray. Father, we want to thank you for the beauty of your presence. Thank you for your Holy Spirit, the precious Holy Spirit. We pray the Holy Spirit will be with us this time throughout the service. Let your Holy Presence be with us, O God. Fill this atmosphere with your presence, O God. We want your presence. We want you, Thank you that you be with us. You give us direction. Grant us understanding, Lord. Let the spirit of wisdom rest on us, O God. Thank you, Lord, for the beautiful atmosphere we have in your holy presence. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Yeah, take your seats. Flow in the anointing. That's what we are talking about. Flowing in the anointing. So John 16, so we started talking about flowing in the anointing or flow in the anointing. And um, you know when we talk about the anointing, we are talking about the Holy Spirit. So flowing in the Holy Spirit or flowing with the Holy Spirit or flowing by the Holy Spirit or operating in the anointing. And it's my prayer, it's my prayer that we'll live, um, I haven't forgotten that we will live an anointed life. And uh, we will walk with the anointing and flow with the anointing. In everything that you do, in everything that you do, don't, you see, don't reduce church life into fooling or into debates or into fooling. Yes. Never, never, Never slide into that, 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 um, that feeling that is like, it's just, you know, it's just something. Always, always remember that, um, um, everything is by the spirit. 
Everything is by the Holy Spirit. Whether you are used to it or not, you have to be careful. This is how come you have to be careful not to judge church things. Because in your, in your attempt to judge church things and to comment on church things, you could easily be judging the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit is moving. Especially things that you don't know about. Like uh, those religious guys. The Bible describes them as devout, devout religious men. And they were criticizing, speaking in tongues. They actually said that they were drunk. But what they were calling drunkenness and confusion was actually people flowing in the anointing and flowing in the Holy Spirit. You know, at, at some, at some of these, the temptation, the temptation to judge and the temptation to comment comes with age. As you grow up, you see, we all, we all, we all um, um, are, introduced, like are introduced into the faith or introduced to a way that, by which the Holy Spirit um, operates at a certain age. And then maybe we don't know anything else. We don't know anything more. We can't, I mean, I've never, I've never gone to church on an iPad before since I was born. That there's an iPad and I'm in church. I'm sure I would, I would think that this, this is not church. But it is church. And we can hear testimonies from it. That it is church, the power is flowing, everything is flowing. So, so you'll be surprised that you start commenting and judging and uh, making fun of things that are actually the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of, of God. So when you see, one of, the, one of the common things that people, or yes, that people criticized is young people. When they say young people serving God or young people in the house, it's almost like, you are not serious. People are not serious. People are just this. People are just that. People are just that. People are just, people are just there to, to marry. But, but when do you marry? Do you, do you marry when you are 80 years old or do you marry when you are young? When do you marry? Do you understand? So you will see that instead of even seeing that uh, God, God's hand is on, is on these people's lives to even, like we say, we say in the wedding vows, one of the reasons why we marry is to keep ourselves un, undefiled members of Christ's body. So for a young person even to decide that I'm getting married, it's the power of God. It's the power of God because young people don't marry. I mean, your, your age group, do they, do they marry? Are they into marriage? Are they planning to marry? Are they excited about weddings? No. So you will see yourself, if you decide that I want to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm committing myself to such a thing, it must be God. It must be God. So when someone stands there and this person is just criticizing and talking, most likely the person has a pot belly. And uh, I don't know what else. It's of, it's of a certain generation. Who thinks that some things are not of God? But they are of God. You have to learn. We have to learn how to flow. So you see the people who are speaking in tongues. And these devout. Devout. That is very serious seasoned uh, um, religious men. Said that. They were, they were, they were, they were drunk. Said so they are drunk. It's, in, other words, in other words, they are fooling. They're fooling. They're just playing games. There was this, there was this, you're just fooling. So then, Peter has to now stand up and explain, explain, quoting from the book of Joel, 
explain to another this thing that you are, you are, you are looking at is from a prophecy. That's a prophecy is being fulfilled. In other words, the Holy Spirit is moving. So also, I'm saying to us this afternoon that let's be very open to the moves of the Holy Spirit so that we can flow in the anointing. Because that is how, that is how God can use you. That is how God can, that's how God uses people. He said, don't be, don't be, uh, I wish I wish I prepared a list of things that can um, affect your flowing in the anointing. You see, but one of the things that is coming to my mind now is criticizing. No, you're quick to criticize something, which, which comes in the form of correction. You always want to correct something. It's like, why is this like that? Why can't it be like that? You can quench the spirit. The scripture says again that quench not the spirit. So when you are inclined to correction, inclined to criticizing, inclined, inclined to, inclined to uh, make things straight, you always want to organize and reorganize things. It's usually by age. Most likely the person talking has some age. I don't want to say pot belly again because sometimes young people have it. But but I think you know I think you know what I mean. I think you know what I mean. Yes. The person will must have a, will have a system back. So you see, correction, criticizing, reorganizing, rearranging. It should be like this. Why is it not like this? Yeah, so if, is, that, is that all that you do in your church? Your church, you say what? You are, you are dancing. You say you have this. You, do, you know, do, you know what, do you know what occurred to me today when the dancing stars were dancing? The dancing stars were dancing, yes. Okay, yes, okay. When the, when the dancing stars, when they were ministering, the dancing stars means they will dance. Okay? Isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so. so, do you know what occurred to me? A verse came to my mind. Is it, I'm happy that a verse came to my mind because, because um, by the grace of God, it was evident to me what is in me and what I'm full of. And how my mind works. It came to my mind. That what, 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 does, what does the scripture say? Where is the scripture? Um, what scripture will it be? Um, let's try Matthew 32. Matthew, Matthew 22. Matthew 22. I hope. Huh? Verse what? I should take you there. Okay. Matthew 22. What's, what's 35, 36, 37? Uh-huh, next one. Uh-huh, next one. This one. Yes, this one, this one. That Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. You know, it occurred to me that, you know, it seems as if God has really given them a, a, a very nice gift. They're really privileged that because to dance and to dance well, you must like dancing. So it's almost like suddenly God has created uh, an office for them. And they are doing what they like, but this time they are doing it for God. 
Because to find them, to find them attractive, to find any of the dancers attractive, the person must really be dancing. Do you understand what I'm saying? And they were, I mean, they were really dancing. They were, I mean, they were really, even, even they do this. I would say, hey, I mean, you must, you must really like what you are doing to do it. Because they say saying that, he said, thou shalt love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. It's like everything in you, everything in you is you are giving it. I mean, which, which other ministry calls for facial expressions? I mean, when you are doing, you have to do. You have to do. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, I mean, tell me. <laughs> It's a real privilege gift that they have found. But you see, you can easily rubbish it, but what you don't know is that it must have come from God. But there are some people that, this is what they can also do. They can, they can also dance for God. And when they're dancing, it's from, you know, anything that is done half-heartedly, it's not nice. Singing without passion, preaching without passion. See, as I'm preaching, if I was boring, just talking anyhow, and it's like, you know. I mean, though, though I have my notes and I, I know what I want to say today, but look at me, I'm just talking. Mm-hmm, I'm just talking. So maybe preaching and dancing stars are in the good, good privilege role. Yes. <laughs> that you get to give. Yeah. Because when I, get, when I get worked up, I'm worked up. When I'm calm to I'm calm. When I'm, you know, don't you see all the emotions? Yes, I have to give everything. Maybe someone will say, oh, this pastor, he shouts too much. Or this pastor is like this. Or this pastor is too quiet. Or this pastor doesn't tell us stories. Or this pastor is this. But you, you, could be, you could be criticizing something. You shouldn't be criticizing. Are you in church? You haven't traveled. You're here. So, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a very important thing to learn, to learn, to flow in the anointed, to flow in the anointed. But you should be able to recognize, recognize that this must be the anointing. This must be the Holy Spirit. This must be the Holy And I think that it's better to err on the side that it is the Holy Spirit than to start criticizing. You see, avoid criticizing. Even if it's not the Holy Spirit, tell yourself it's none of your business and let's leave it. Don't fight things, don't criticize them. Before you realize, you are, you are speaking against something that you shouldn't be speaking against. You know, like somebody is feeling sleepy. Hmm. Yes. Daniela. You see? Yes. So, John, ask for John 16. Did I get John's? Yeah, verse 13. Last week we talked, we talked about, we talked about when the Holy Spirit is one of the things you learn that he's a real person. You know, he's a real person. He's a real person. So when you're becoming more and more aware and interested in the Holy Spirit, you'll be interested in him as a person. As a person. I mean, every, everybody has a presence. Just if you know someone, when the person is around, you know that this person is around. Either by his voice, by his voice, or by his perfume, or by his, uh, what else can you tell that somebody is there? Laughter, yes, it's laughter, the things it does, you know, this person is there. 
You can tell you can tell the presence. You can tell the presence. In the same way, when the Holy Spirit is there, you can tell his presence. So it says here that how be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide. So one of the things you experience when you have the Holy Spirit is guidance. Guidance. You'll be guided. You get a guide, an escort, a presence that is with you. Directing you, leading you, telling you what to do, what not to do. And he doesn't take you into a dark place. So all of those dark places experiences, we curse it in Jesus' name. Yes. When you see it, you should know that, no, the Holy Spirit is not there. So I don't want this. When you are feeling like you're in a dark place, you're not flowing in anointing. You are flowing, you are flowing with the rulers of the darkness of this world. You will no longer flow with them. Yeah. Their influence in your life is cursed in Jesus' name. Yeah. So he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. So so there is speakings. There is speakings. The Holy Spirit communicates. You wonder how come you haven't heard from the Holy Spirit? Sometimes it's funny. The only time somebody will ever mention that he's being led by the Spirit or being spoken to by the Holy Spirit is when they're about to do something bad or when they're about to leave the church. Yes, only when you're going to leave the church say, God, God is speaking. All these years, why is he not spoken? It's like God is there, he's just waiting. Okay, it's time for you to leave, leave the church or break out, come out of a relationship that he, he speaks. I say unto you today, leave your beloved. Mm. So he speaks and then he will show you things to come. That is, he'll be teaching you. One of the things he does is to teach you. During your quiet time, the Holy Spirit can teach you and will teach you. And we'll be explaining verses to you. And we'll be giving you examples. So those who don't have their quiet time, you're really losing out a lot on the function and operations of the Holy Spirit. And mind you, if you're not, if you're not led by the Holy you'll be led by something else. You'll be, led, you'll be led by your flesh. You'll be led by reasoning, logic and reasoning. Logic and reasoning. Like someone was saying something about the church when he was asked, when he was asked for, a, for a verse. Somebody challenged and said, what verse is this thing, these things that you are saying? What verse is it? His response was like, but everything doesn't have to be a verse. And then he, asked, he even asked, what verse is it that you must have your bath every day? You see now? You see where we've descended into? We've, des- we've descended into a low state of reasoning. And we've kicked out the Holy Spirit. You see, people, people who know him and are very conscious of his presence actually weep for his presence and pray for his presence. They wish they would come. Like sometimes you're going to a place, you need a friend, isn't it? How many of you have been going to a place that you need somebody in particular to come? You want someone in particular to come with you? You want your sister to come with you or a brother? Sometimes you see ladies when they get married as if they can't do anything. Everything their husband should do. Hey, husband, 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 husband. 
Hey, husband, come, husband, this husband, come, husband, this husband, let's go, 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 husband, husband. Sometimes you can tell from their eyes that this photo, they'll really use this guy. Pa. He'll be used, pa. he'll be sent. Pa. I'm telling you. As he's coming, <laughs> we'll be told, hey, do this. Eh. Take this. Eh. Can you go and buy bread for us? Can you go and buy this? Can you go and buy that? Isn't it? Can you get me some sugar? Can you get me some bread? Can you get me some. Hmm? 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 You'll be sent. I can, I can, I can feel, feel I'm, I'm feeling it for them. What are you thinking about? <laughs> when you are used to a present, you will know when it's not there. That's why I say when you are doing some things, you argue and fight. You should not know. What am, what am I even doing? Some years ago, I went on visitation. I went on visitation. By the time I came out of that house, I had fallen ill. The one I said I fell ill, I, I mean, I fell ill. I was, I fell ill. Two sisters sharing an apartment. The things, they were talking all. I mean, they talk. I don't know whether they were excited that their pastors had come to do it. I mean, they talk. They talk so much that one of them started talking about the the pool of the other one. You see, I'll change the topic, and then in the excitement, they will bring it back. Then I'll teach. I mean, they talked about. Look, I fell ill. I'm telling you, right? I mean, I fell ill. I'm sure I must have fallen ill for about two or three days. Pastor teasing each other about, about, about who poops more. <laughs> not brothers, not brothers, sisters. This other you you think brothers would do, isn't it? No, not brothers. Not brothers. <laughs> no, even before some of you were born. This must be in the nineties. Yes. It's not today or yesterday, a long time ago. Yes. They all grown up. They all grown up women. I mean, I see them. I mean. If you come for a master tea service, I'll point, I'll point them out to you. Yes. Yeah. But you, you, you see, I'm again emphasizing, you will know. Even in preaching, even in preaching, you will know. You will know if what, what do you say that today it's working or it's not working. You will know. It's just that the word of God is quick and powerful. So, regardless of what you know happened in the service, there will be people who say they were blessed because it was the Bible, it was the word of God. But as to the additional presence, whether it was there or not, you will know it if you know that presence. You will know it if you know that presence. So when you enter a house and there's somebody, you know, the person is there. You, when you enter your house and your mom is there, you go, can't you tell that mommy is home? Yes. And when she's not there, you can tell mommy is not home, isn't it? Yes. 
And the same for your dad. You can tell that daddy is home today. You can say, daddy is there. You can tell when he's not there. BT Sport. Okay, well. My father was always clearing his throat. So even if you haven't seen him, you will hear the sound. <coughs> <coughs> so when we were growing up, we all wanted to do it, but it didn't work. So we felt that that means that you're a, you're a daddy. <coughs> then you know that he's there. You don't, you don't have to say, but you hear it. You hear it in the house. He's around. <coughs> It just didn't work, so I had to live with my cleared throat. <laughs> so, today I want to show you another manifestation or another way that you will notice the presence of the Holy Spirit or how the Holy Spirit operates. Okay, are you there? Let me give you the verse. It's almost time to close. Where did the time go? The time is flowing. Okay, I need John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Wow. Are you happy to be here? John chapter 1, verse 30. Verse 30 says that. This is he of whom I said, after me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. Verse 31. And I knew him not but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come baptizing with water. Verse 32. And John bare record saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove and it abode upon him. I saw the spirit like a dove and it abode upon him. You may, yes, last week, John 632 is saying that uh, uh, when he's come, it's like talking about a person. He'll speak, he'll guide, he'll do this. Now he's telling us that he saw the spirit also coming like a dove. Not like this and not like a person. Not like a person that you know his presence, you can smell his presence, you can feel his presence, you know his voice, you know this. I mean, it's like somebody calls you, when someone calls you and you talk to the person a lot on the phone, you can tell the person's voice. Immediately, you know, this, this is this person's voice. That is the person. You know a person's voice. Sometimes you know the voice so well that you know when the person is happy and when the person is not happy. You know when the person is serious and when the person is not so serious. You know when you can talk and when you can't talk. Isn't it? I mean, if you call someone often, when you call the person says, hello, then you, you know that, look. You, you just say, um, I'll, call, I'll call back, I'll call back, I'll call back. Because you will know that no, it's not it's not a time for chit chat. And there will be times that you know that, oh yes, you can chat. You can chat. You can chat. I was sitting, I was sitting in my in my room once and my um, um daughter, the older one, came to the room. Because because she's older, so she's more experienced. So she know she knows things. So when she entered the room, I always remember when she entered the room, she actually sat down on the carpet. She sat down on the floor and said nothing. And I was sitting there. Then, the young, then comes the younger one after a few minutes. She bursts into the room. 
and due to lack of experience, she starts talking. Daddy, you know, and whatever, whatever I was watching, I think I was watching something, whatever I was watching, my eyes were on what I was watching. I didn't see anything. But in the corner of my eyes, I saw the older one say to her that, it's like, come and join me. It's like, it's like this is not the time. It's not the time to be talking to this. Yes. No, then it occurred to me that, oh, so this one understands that this one knows that there's a, there's a time. It's almost like, it's almost like I also have things to ask you. Before you came, don't think that me. I just, I'm just here. I have things to. You have to. I have to get the timing right. I also have requests to put in. So you just, just, just come and join the queue, and be quiet. And be quiet for now. Be quiet for now till the time is right. But it's when we don't know, when we don't know about that person, we just do anything. We just do anything anyhow. Talk anyhow. Shouting out. We just, you know, we just. Because we don't know him. We don't, we don't, we don't. But I hope today, I hope today will help us understand some things about the Holy Spirit and really, really embrace it and live with it and walk by it so that you will. You, I think I showed you a verse that said, that Quench not the Spirit. Quench not the Spirit. That don't quench him. You see, people who quarrel a lot, you know, you, do you understand quarrel? Fighting, talking, your beloved, you are fighting, talking, husband and wife, fighting, talking. I mean, you like you like to say things on social media, insulting people, arguing. You see, you are bereft of the spirit. Yes, you don't you don't have the spirit. You you don't even know you don't even know that by the time you think because it's a quarreling argument. It's 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 a raw self of a man. That I can't stand this at all. I don't like this at all. I don't, it's, it, it shows it shows you that you're a very carnal person. You're not an evil person. You're not evil. I'm, I didn't, I'm not saying evil. I said carnal. That is natural. You're very much. You, you, it's like yourself and your being it has not been processed. Oh. Arguments, talkings. Fights, talking back, declaring your stance, declaring this. I mean, endless argument. It means there's no spirit. Because when the spirit takes over, it refines you, it refines you. It gives you, it gives you a better image. You are refined. When the spirit takes over, you are refined. That's when someone gets saved. People who knew the person before would say that this person has changed. This person has changed. Somebody, somebody said about the flatmates, you know, uh, university accommodation, you have your, yes. Said about the mate, so he said, she said, this one, this one is a real Christian. Because they were having their usual Friday night parties. Boom, 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 boom. So they've come into the corridor and you know the party spills over. Everybody's outside, you know, holding their plastic cups. Yes. Boom, 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 boom. And then this, this Christian girl passes by through them with her head bowed. This, this is the person recounting after. 
with the head bowed like this, threw them like this, and goes into a room. So one of the people around said, ah, But you have a, a, a this thing here. Why didn't you invite her? Then he said, Then he said, Her response was, Oh, she's a Christian. Then the person who was talking was saying, About we are all Christians. You know how it is. It's about we're all of us here standing here doing this. It's about we're all Christians. And she said, She told the person that, No, this one is a real one. You can't, I mean, she's not that type that you can just go and call and say, Let's go for. She will come out and come and take a glass with plastic cup. Come and start and start useless socializing, which will end up in bed. And by the morning, you don't even know who was in the bed or how many of them were in the bed. You just know that there's been a guest. So you, see, you, may, you may not know, but people can even tell. When you have this way, they can even tell. They can even tell. So, well, today, can I start my sermon today? Are you sure we can start it? Okay. I said that I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode on him. So, it tells us that flowing with the Holy Spirit. You will flow with a dove that is sensitive. A dove that is sensitive. Because doves are sensitive. Then we would like to read Genesis chapter 8. So you see, Prince, there are some things you would ignore. The more you become sensitized to the Holy Spirit, there are some things you, you would ignore. You feel like fighting, you feel like talking, you feel like speaking, but you know that, no, look, this thing is rather going to quench. It's going to quench the anointing. It's, going to, it's, like, it's like Satan attempting to bring a distraction and a break in your flow. By the time you finish, you are feeling bad. And then the voice of the enemy that led you into it will start accusing you that you say you're a Christian. Look at what you've gone to do. You've even gone to fight. Look at what you've gone to do. Look at this and this and I mean, look at... You know how sometimes Christians we feel like fighting, isn't it? You see yourself on the bus before that you stood up, you're about to fight. Genesis chapter 8. Okay. And God remembered Noah and every living thing, and all and all the cattle that was with him in the ark, and God made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters assuaged. Beautiful word. The fountains also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped and the rain from heaven was restrained. Are you following the reading of the Bible? Verse 3. And the waters returned from off the earth continually. And after the end, the 150 days, the waters were abated. You're learning some interesting words. Assuaged, abated. Okay. And the ark rested in the seventh month, on the seventh day of the month. Upon the mountains of Ararat. I think I've been there before. Yeah, I think it's in Armenia. Yeah, in Armenia. So I remember they took me, they took me there to the area. You see, they have grape vines. And that place that they claim that this is where the ark rested. They have grape vines and things. They said because of grape vines, that's why Noah got drunk when he came out of there. Ah, yes. I mean, I don't know whether it's a joke or something serious, but that's what they told me. Okay. Anyway, you be there. 
<laughs> and the waters and the waters decrease continually until the tenth month. So if it was in January, it went all the way till um, October, until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, were the tops of the mountains seen. The six, and it came to pass at the end of forty days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. And he sent forth a raven which went forth to and fro. Do you understand? To and fro. It was coming and going. It was coming and going. The raven was feeling free. It was coming and going. It was coming and going. Until the waters were dried up from off the earth. Okay, verse 8. And he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot, and she returned unto him into the ark, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and pulled her and pulled in unto him into the ark. Can you see the difference? Because the raven was flowing. Was flowing between the ark, between the ark and the dead bodies out there. The raven was feeling free. It was going to and fro, to and fro. It was going, it was going and coming, going and coming, going and coming. Like some people who are who are not sensitive to the spirit or don't have the spirit, feel free with things of the world as the things in the church. Things of the world, things in the church. And they feel and they feel that is church. They feel that sometimes you should hear you should hear the type of people someone can refer to as a father in the ministry. As if that is how fathers behave. And that is what fathers do. Instead of coming to your senses and redefining things so that you can be well. You will sit, you will sit, you, you can you you'll be amazed. You'll be, you'll be amazed at what people choose to honor. Like as if, as if they are ravens. It's like we can do this and be here. Do this. It's sometimes even a message of loyalty. I feel sometimes we've misunderstood it. Or we don't have depth in it. Nobody ever teaches you to honor nonsense. Or to honor a fool. Anyway. I told you it's a blessing to be a pastor. When, when you feel like firing two bullets, you just fire two bullets at them. <laughs> And then you relax. Yes. But I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. You see, they, they are the ravens. They are comfortable with dead things. Rotten things. Rotten lifestyles. Rotten behavior. And I'm saying that. I'm saying that thing. That duplicity and dual lifestyle. Does not involve the Holy Spirit. Church is not a fool. It's not a place for fooling. It's not a place that we are just fooling. That when church is over, then we are very worldly. We are just into the world. We are just into the world. And then when Sunday comes, then we come and sit here. Then it's as if we are acting. When church is over, then we just start fooling again. No, you are expected to flow in the anointing. The spirit is supposed to have an effect on your life. And on your lifestyle. We have to see you. Not we have to see. You have to see it in yourself. Especially when nobody is around and it's you. What do you do? What do you do? When you're alone with somebody of the opposite sex, what do you do? 
Whether it's your sheep, it's your beloved, it's your whatever, what do you do? How do you behave? What's your behavior like? Whether it's your sheep or your beloved, how do you behave? When you are alone with the opposite sex. Or in this crazy world, even same sex. What do you do? How do you behave? Are you a raven then? Are you a raven? Are you? It's like, it says that the dove found no rest for the soul of a foot. In other words, the dove can't settle down. He can't settle. It's like, I can't, it's like, I don't like, I don't like this atmosphere. I don't like dead bodies. I don't like water. I don't like dirty water, muddy worms, human beings. I don't, it's like, I don't like it. I can't settle here. So there are people who are not anointed, but they think they are anointed. And sometimes they are, they, the people around them also think that they are anointed, but they are not anointed. If you think that is how anointed people behave, then I need to pray for you. Then I need to pray for you. For us to open that is not how that's not how the anointed behave. And she returned unto him. Okay, verse 10. And he stayed yet other seven days. And again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. Verse 11. And the dove came into him in the evening, and lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So no one knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. And then verse 12 says that. And he stayed yet other seven days and sent forth the dove again. Which returned not again unto him. Then he knew that it has settled. It has found found somewhere to settle. So ladies and gentlemen, the Holy Spirit is looking for people to settle on. It's not like, it it doesn't want to settle on you or doesn't want to come on you. Maybe when he comes around, he sees that the, the deadness is still there. The old life is still there. It's like a dual life. The person is in church, but it's very much well, very, very, very wealthy. It can't settle. It can't settle. It can't flow. And you know, interestingly, interesting, we have we have very interesting ways of defining spirituality. But I would like I would like to give you just one key to find spirituality in someone. Just one thing, just one thing, because of lack of time. And because that is not the topic. Do you want to know that one thing? Obedience. Obedience. Obedience, obedience shows how meek you are. How humble you are. That you can be led. A lot of people can't be led. They can't be led. They can't be advised. They can't be told what to do. They are always at boiling point. But the dove is very, very sensitive. You see, the reason why somebody may not be aware that the dove hasn't settled because you don't know the dove. You don't know the Holy Spirit as someone who operates like a dove. 
You just feel like, hey, Holy Spirit has come. Okay, communion. They said communion. Okay, communion. The, 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 the body. Okay, yes. See, the power was there. I have finished. That is it. But your personal life. You can see the raven. The raven was going. It was going and coming. Going and coming. Going and coming. Going and coming. Like church members. Sometimes, sometimes church people are like that. They just go. They just go into the world. Then they come back. Go into sin. Then they come back. Go into all sorts of things. Then they come back. Arguments. Quarrels. I mean, it's like they are involved. They don't meddle in anything. And expect the Holy Spirit to settle. No. He doesn't, he doesn't settle in such atmospheres and such places. He doesn't settle. He doesn't settle. Hence, you see that somebody who is anointed, a little bit anointed, or even the more anointed they become, you see, the more anointed somebody becomes, the more sensitive they are. Yes, the more sensitive they are. You may not like to work with somebody who is anointed. You may not like to. And maybe you shouldn't. You shouldn't try and come near. Because you'll be offended. Just enjoy him when he's behind the pulpit and he's singing songs and saying, receive, be touched. No, just stay there and receive it. Because when you come near, you'll be surprised. You'll feel that he's picking on you. Or he's too fussy, or he's like this, or he's like that. Because he's like that. Your, your things, your things, your things are likely to make the dove fly away. Because anytime you come close, it's like there's an argument. There has to be some blastings, things, raising of voice, shouting. It's like, it's like nothing progressive is planned. Every time correction, because you won't listen. And you say, the person, the person is like that. Because he's, he's under the influence of the Holy Spirit. So he is sensitive. He doesn't like some things. He doesn't want some things. You see, I was in the, the Birmingham service in Birmingham once. Either Birmingham or Manchester. One of the two. And he was preaching. Then suddenly a baby or a child a child started making noises or crying. Noises. You know, that's what I'm saying. That you will think the person is, I mean, you will not, you will not enjoy the person when you see the reaction. Look, he, he bellowed at the woman with the child to leave. They said, They should leave the service now. And then he added a phrase People's lives depend on this service, people's lives depend on it. Don't come and make noises. Don't come and make noises. You know the service, eh? the service. If there are if there are two thousand chairs, there was no more than two thousand. Eh? There was not two thousand and one people in the room. Exactly two thousand. Those doors are shut, closed. Everything you can't come in. I was with a friend. I was a friend who we all they said they said. I mean, we had gone there early because we we're there very early, about four or five hours before the service started. And then just as the service started, the worship, he said where he parked his car. He thinks he's run out of whatever. A ticket, he'll get a ticket. I said, brother, it's better get an anointing and pay a ticket. <laughs> he said, no, we are in already. So we go and sort it out. They'll let him. He will tell them that he's in. Oh, you know what happened. 
You know what happened. You know what happened. You know what happened. When everything was finished, we were feeling so fresh. <laughs> he, was, he was sitting behind his wheel with his head slammed against us. He said, he said, he begged, he said everything. He said, he mentioned our names, that he's with us, that you come and check. His seat is there empty. He said, there's no way we'll let you walk into this. There is no way. He said, because, he said, somebody, he said, you will criticize such a thing because you don't know that, you don't know the Holy Spirit the dove. So you say, why should this be like this? Why should there be this? Why should there be order? Why should there be that? Why can't we just feel free? Why can't we have this? Because you don't know the Holy Spirit as a dove. If you know him as a dove and the sensitivity of the dove, you will understand. If you, that's why I was saying to him that, look, stay and let's pay for that ticket. But hey, sometimes people even make jokes. Sometimes little lies. Little lies. And then you see, the conscience is even dying from the influence of the Holy Spirit. So you can't even tell. You don't feel that. Just, I mean, you don't, you don't need to help God to look good. With your little, 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 little lies and fibbings. So you see, you, you sometimes wonder, you sometimes wonder why the Holy Spirit chooses to work with some people and not with some people. Because the people that he would choose, you wouldn't choose them. But he has chosen them. He's working with them. Because he's found somewhere to rest his foot on that person. That person looks like a good enough ground for the dove to rest on. You with all your, whatever your standards are, he hasn't rested yet. Instead of being humble and checking, why is he not resting on me? So, recently, because maybe you have some ravenic ways. Hidden ravenic ways. You see, I would not like any of you to be deceived. You are too young to be deceived. You shouldn't be deceived at this, at this age. But there are some things that don't mix well with ministry. And, and if you ever encounter it, read my lips. It is not ministry. And that person is not a minister. And what that person is doing is not how ministers, what ministers do. And what you are doing is not, it's not how ministry is done. And you have to correct that thing in your coconut. Correct it in your coconut. Humbly repent and allow the dove to come and settle on you. And don't play games. Don't play games with the Holy Spirit. Don't play games at all. Don't play games and, and tell stories. And say stories. So you won't choose some people. But the Holy Spirit will choose those them. Ask yourself, Nanda, why? Why are they chosen and you are not chosen? Though you are loud, you are choleric. It's not by cholerism. Which verse, which verse says cholerism? We're talking about doves. We're talking about cholerism. temperament is just is just by the way you are you know give me that verse give me that verse walk worthy of your vocation wherein you're called give it to me quickly so that we can move to the next point we have 10 minutes to close mm, i don't know how come but that's the time oh darling efficiency i i therefore the prisoner of the lord beseech you that you walk 
worthy of the vocation wherewith you are called. So you see, it's like it's like our ministries, whatever you've been called to do, it's there are, are qualifications. So try, it's like try and fulfill the qualifications so that you are not disqualified. And what are the qualifications? Verse 2. With all lowliness, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another in love. Lowliness. This is somebody who's not lowly. You're so puffed up. You're so puffed up. You criticize anybody and anything. Even pastors, you just, you just, you just, lambast, you just lambast them because you are older than them or they are the same age. Or you grew up with them in Peckham. So you just, you just lambast them. You say, because you don't know the Holy Spirit. So you are using different parameters. And you won't ask yourself that, hey, but God, how did you choose them? And you, you have, it's almost like you have even told yourself that, look, if God was your uncle, he would have chosen you. You even tell yourself that you are, you've been chosen. You are even better. Is the other word meekness? Meekness. Do you know the English definition for meekness? A meek person is someone who is tamely subject to injury. That means that when you are when you are offended, you, you are not reactionary. You don't react. You are calm. You are tame. You are not wild. I'm saying when you are injured, it means when you are offended, your response to offense. For the Holy Spirit to be attracted to you, for the dove to settle. You are tame. You are calm. You are calm. That's what I'm saying. Church is not Peckham. Now, when someone brushes their shoulder against you, then you, you turn up and say, What? 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 That is not church. So, you see, don't, don't transpose those things. Those things. And then you say Peckham because we're in Peckham. Okay. You say, don't look at it. What Peckham? What about, what about Tottenham? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. What you're doing is what I'm talking about. Lowliness and meekness. Long suffering. That's like patience. Patience. Be there. Be there in the thing that you are not comfortable with. You are there for a long time. You are qualifying for the for the dove to come and settle. So this one is lowly. Even when she had a case, she didn't react. Are you learning something? Are you learning something? Are you learning something? You know, sometimes the painful thing is that when you have a case, you understand, when, when you are justified, then you are the one who has to forgive. Have you, understood, have you understood the principles of forgiving before? That you don't forgive when you are right. You forgive when, you've been, when you have been wronged. When you have been wronged, that is when you forgive. Sometimes I see people don't understand forgiveness. They want to justify and to make everything right and say, yes, I have proven my point. So now we can make up. No. No. You forgive when you have been offended. That is when the devil will land. 
you are that free because every day you want to prove a point. Yeah. Prove a, you, 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 don't even, you can't even imagine or think about what you are doing or what you are saying about who you are saying it about. Because you, you don't have the dove. And I'm saying that the dove doesn't settle in such atmosphere. It's ravens that will settle. Ravens and vultures. May you escape from ravens and vultures. Yes. Doesn't settle. He's looking for people who are walking worthy of the vocation. Lowliness. 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 Meekness. Meekness. No argument. I can say that you have arguments. You take arguments from your house to social media. This how this how I feel. I felt at home. I was saying, ah! why? Ah! I kept saying, God, forgive me, forgive me. I have not trained them well. They are not. They don't seem to be well trained. Ah! Why? And then when it comes to the time to speak about relevant things, then we are quiet. Are you still there? The next point is that flow with the Holy Spirit like you would flow with a dove because because a dove is very selective. First one is very what? Sensitive. This one, selective. Selective. He selects. He chooses. Isaiah chapter 60. In verse 8. Who are these that fly as a cloud and as the doves to their windows? Doves select where they sit. They choose, they choose which window is safe. Which window is comfortable? Which window has enough room? Maybe the closest you, you, could, you could get to or come to is maybe at the pigeons. So when you're walking in places, you should check whether pigeons sit anywhere and everywhere. They find a ledge that they can sit on comfortably. They don't just perch anywhere. They select their windows. Hey, will the Holy Spirit select you? That's the question now. Will he select you? You have to pray. Pray that you'll be selected and you'll be chosen. And you have have to now wonder and ask yourself, why am I not being chosen? Why? Why? I always remember two ladies many years ago. They were shepherds, all right. Two of them. They were shepherds, all right. They've passed all exams. I mean, one of them was very good with exams. I mean, her marks are like 90%. I mean, high flyer. So now she's finished all the exams. 
And the pastors came to present the names of those who have qualified for pastoral exams. It, not pastoral exams, pastoral appointment. And I asked one question. I asked them. I said, I said can you picture this one in the pastor's meeting or pastor's fellowship? This one. Because by the time we were speaking, she has quarreled with all the pastors except me. Oh, every, all the pastors were under fire. No first love, no first love. Your, 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 your mother's church. Oh, she, she has quarreled with, oh, here, here in this building, here in this building. She has quarreled with all the pastors that I had here. So when any of you start that, those things with pastors, I just, that's why I tell you that, look, stop, stop that noise, stop it, stop it, stop it, because I've seen it before. I saw your aunt doing it. She's gone with all the pastors, and she's passed exam and being as I should appoint it. So now here we are, pastors, we have something we call PFI, Pastors Fellowship International, where we eat, we are happy. We are, I mean, we are happy. It's a happiness time. There's no prayer topic there. There's no, there's no prayer topic there. I was told I always spoil PFIs because when I come, then I start serious meetings and serious discussions. So at the point, I even stopped going because it's I'm too serious. So they rejected me. Not you, your, your aunties, yes. And uncles. What was I saying? So I asked. She's called with every. So I said, How can we have a PFI with this person there? That was her disqualification. That was her disqualification. No exams or that she hasn't got sheep or anything. None of those things. But how, how do we fellowship with her? How can, how can we be comfortable? If this person walks into the room, does it mean that I'm the only one that she will talk to and ignore all the other pastors? No, I can't accept it. I won't accept anybody to tell me that I'm the only righteous one amongst the lot. No, no, no. You can't feed me with such delusions. Soon it will be my turn. And not many days after, it was my turn till today. It was my turn till today. Till today, you should see see the venom and the fire she has. When she feels that she starts firing. And I'll be thinking, hey, so this person would have been an LP. What would I do? What will I do? How do I control such fire? Who are these that fly as a cloud and as the doves to their windows? Who are these? Who are these? Who are these who are selective? Who are these who know that the Holy Spirit is selective? Who are they? He knows where to land. So that's why he feels his, where he's landing is not where you are. But then he lands there. You are not there because you don't like that place. You are, you are more comfortable in another company than in the company of Christians and believers. You see, be careful when you say all Christians are bad and you're the only good one. I mean, none of you is like that. All these things are like immunization. It's like the vaccine. Mm, so that you don't get it. Because there are people who talk that way. It's like, everybody is bad. Just them. When you hear them talking about church, 
The church said, oh, these church people, oh, church folks, oh, church this, church this. And it's like, you wonder, why? Why? It's a deception, it's a delusion. How can you be the only good one? So you see, by the time the Holy Spirit is looking for, the dove is looking for you to settle on you in the church, you resign from the church. Or if you resign from your place, from your place, you were given, you were given a place, a place, be the shepherd of dancing stars. But you are angry. All the people in dancing stars are somewhere. So the, holy, the dove comes. Or this is time to anoint, anoint the dancing star. You can say, the leader is not there. The leader has resigned. And you expect you expected to come and settle on you in your bitterness and your anger in your bedroom. Hey. Church, are you here? Yes. I'm also here. I'm also here. Anointing is for the work of the ministry. Anointing is for the work of the ministry. Anointing is for the work of the ministry. And where human beings are, be it known unto you, there will be faults. There will be faults. Including where you are, because you're a human being. There will be faults, there will be issues. So you have to. Loneliness, meekness. You know, today I don't want to go into the other things. I just want to keep it at the Ephesians 4 1. Loneliness and meekness and long suffering. Then the dove will be perching on your shoulder. And flowing with you. Loneliness. Because there is human beings out there. It's human beings. It is human beings we are dealing with. Human beings means that there will be problems. When you say human, that's what it means. The next thing is that is there will be problems. There will be issues. Because human beings are in charge. Yeah, there will be faults. There will be faults. There will be faults. Last point. Mm. I don't know how this one became the last one, but this is the last one that we have for today. Flow with the Holy Spirit. This is a, this is a scary one. It's a scary one. He says that flow with the Holy Spirit like you would flow with a dove which can fly away. Which can fly away. Psalm 55. You see, when you're dealing with an anointed person, one, one of the things you will notice is that Sometimes the person hasn't finished his sentence or what he's saying. Then he changes the topic. Because he can tell her you're not interested. Or you're not on the same wavelength. Especially you're not interested. Or you don't understand the topic. Before it's in midstream, the, the, the sentence has changed. And the discussion has changed to something. And now you start talking about uh, Euros 2020. Because that's what you can relate with. You can relate with Euros 2020. Yeah. So let's talk about Euros 2020. Mm. Yes. Oh, it's true. Mm. Yes. Because the dove can fly. And it does fly. You hear the anointed people saying that the anointing has lifted. The anointing has lifted. 
Sometimes you wonder when people are having like ministration service or type of service, you wonder how do they know that they have to end the service? Why do they end the service when they end it? Why does it continue? So you're, you, you are, you're on flow prayer. You say something, flow prayer is as if it's ending, but it's not ending. That you would think that, oh, maybe prophet, he likes talking. He likes talking. He's always coming up with more. He just likes talking. No, 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 no. It's the dove. The dove is there. The dove is there. So that you see after, because as you can see the number of people going off. You see, those people can quench the spirit. So that's what it ends with those of us watching, but in the studio it hasn't ended. Yes. Yes. The end is not always uh, uh, what we, we call the end. Yes. Sometimes after it has been switched off and cut off, they are there in the presence. They are there. They are there. They are there. I mean, they are there. They are there for some time. When the dove decides that I'm lifting, then that's when it ends. You don't drive the dove away. You don't drive the dove away. Personally, one thing I don't like is announcement after church that people should leave the hall. I don't like it. I don't, I don't like that announcement at all. Leave, go, start going. It's like showing people out. No, I don't like it. Do you know why I don't like it? Because I consider fellowship as a spiritual thing. Just being, just being around. People just being around in the church. In church. It takes something for people to be around in the church. You wait for them to leave when you haven't told them to leave. Or go to a place where they leave when they've not been told to leave. Then you'll see the difference. Or watch people who say that they can't stay. They just leave. Then you see the difference. you see that, oh, some leave and some don't leave. Or watch people who used to stay but now don't stay. That's so why I started off by saying that when you see church, don't think of fooling. Don't think of people there or, or people who don't have anything doing. They are just there. They are just there. I mean, they are just. When you think of church, don't think that way. Yeah. This is where they don't have anything to do. They are just hanging around. They are just, I mean, busy bodies. I have something to do. You've always had something to do. But when the have the presence was with you, you enjoyed the sweet fellowship. When the dove lifted, now it's like it's a different, it's a different world to you. Different atmosphere. You don't, you do, you, you can't even, I mean, you can't even, it's not like you have an exam. You don't have an exam. You finish exams. Have you not finished? You have finished. And you have passed. Amen. And you have passed very, very well. It's really nice when you don't have to say amen to exams results. It? It's like, like, if it's like so what, what are they even, what are they even <laughs> believing God for? <laughs> Isaiah 55 and verse 6. And I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove, for then would I fly away and be at rest. Oh, the dove has wings. 
to like to fly away because sometimes it, it doesn't feel comfortable in a place. To like to fly away, flies away. That's something like sin. It catches up on people. Sometimes they are not even aware that the bed has, the dove has flown away, the anointing has flown away. But with time, you see that no, something is not there. Something is missing. Sometimes it takes years. Everybody would think that, oh yeah, it's there. Everything is normal. But you see with time, said no. The thing, the thing left, the thing left you long time, long time ago. It's gone. It's gone. What was he? Oh, that I had wings like a dove. For then would I fly away. And be is it not interesting to say I'll fly away so that I can have rest? Because he feels that I'm in some ravenic atmosphere. It's like an atmosphere for ravens. I can't settle here, I can't be here, I can't stay here. I can't stay here. I can't dwell here. So to fly away. So what I'm saying to you is that you know. You can have the anointing. You can be flowing in the anointing. Then suddenly you can leave. You can be flowing. You can be flowing. The Holy Spirit guiding you, talking to you. But suddenly you see that you are dry. That's what sometimes you see people ask. People ask a question. Is it every time that you have your quiet time that you have revelation and things? You know, I've hesitated to answer that question because I don't want people to feel bad and to make me feel as if I'm so spiritual, I'm so super spiritual. Yeah, so is he, is he every time? Is he every time? Is he every time? Is he every time that you must have? Sometimes it should not be like you are reading the sun. Yeah. It's not like a newspaper that you've just read it and then you are going. Yeah. It can be that way depending on the atmosphere and your approach. Yes. Otherwise, you fly away. You fly away and leave you there to read your newspaper. Some people say, it's like I've been reading, I've been reading, I don't get any relation. The unction was not there. It's called the unction. It's called the one that teaches you all things. All things. He will teach you all things. Why was he not teaching you all things? Because he wasn't there. Why was he not there? Maybe you responded to a text. Some text came through and you entered into a conversation. But he can't, he can't flow. He can't relate with what you are doing. That this is not the time to be having such conversation. Or something popped up on your tablet. And you want to look at it. By the time you came back, it's over. It's over. It's over, over, over. He's gone. Or somebody asks you a question, you decide to respond in a rude way. Then when you finish, then you are coming back. No, he's gone. You are speaking in tongues, but he's gone. He's gone, 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 Sometimes the atmosphere in the church, sometimes comments, this. You know, you know, you know why you know why I fell in love with the pre-recorded instruments for worship and things. Because sometimes instrumentalists can kill the service; they can kill it. 
I mean, you, I, sometimes I don't know why some drummers like the cymbals. Play it. Let me hear that thing. Quickly. The sound. Oh, it's off, you see. Okay, it's off. These people are high tech. Yes. This is the sound. You wonder, why is it being played? Why is it being played? Why is it being played at this time? Why is it being played at this time? Why are you making that noise? Why is that sound coming? We don't need that sound. Why are we hearing that sound? Because as soon as you hear, you see the bed. It's gone. It's gone. Sometimes you see some worship leaders. Instead of being lowly, they are quarreling with instrumentalists. Instead of leading the worship, you see the whole thing has become some tense exchange. Heated exchange. Exchange, exchange without words, with eyes. They look, they look with, oh no, I mean, come on. But see, but these are people who don't know that a dove has wings and it can fly away. So you quench the spirit, you drive away the dove from our midst. It's very like he's gone. I mean, he's gone, 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 gone. You will come back and sing your song, but it's not working. You come back and sing your song, but it's not working. Every raven spirit is cast out of this room. Yes. You will not be going and coming to the world and then you come and sit comfortably with, with God on, in church and feel, it feels like as if it's nothing. It's nothing. Conversations. Hey, that's a conversation that really quenches the spirit. Eh? It really quenches it. Really quenches it. There are some topics, if I'm close to you, I'll tell you. Don't, don't talk to me about this topic. No, 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 I'll say it because I know the effect it has on me. As I'm telling you, I'll beg you. I, I can even pay you not to bring, bring that, that name up. Because that name represents evil. And it doesn't, it doesn't help anybody. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. I haven't told you because you are not close. I'll tell you this topic. No, 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 no. This one, no, 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 no. This one, too, I'll tell you, no, no, no. Let's, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Don't go there. Don't. That's some of us, we can talk, isn't it? Dissect, do post-mortem, and then do, do post-mortem again. And then when we finish, we start saying Shaba la baba and la baba and la baba and la baba. Shaba and la baba and la baba. You see, Shandalibi and la baba and la baba. It's not the same as presence. It's not the same as presence. It's not the same as the presence is with you. The presence is an additional thing that you know that this one I have it. Those are sometimes when you are praying, you cry. How many of you have cried before? You don't even know why you are crying. You felt it. You started crying, but you don't cry every day. Why don't you cry every day? Because you don't get that visitation every day. You don't get it every day. Sometimes you see, you see people who really, you see there are people who shoo, they shoo the dove out of your life. Do you have some two more minutes? Can I talk for two more minutes? Yes. There are some people who shoo the dove out of your life. Yes. Your friends. 
Sometimes your wife, sometimes your husband. The big, the big ones, the big, daft, daft. Not chasers. Chasers like they are looking for it. But shoes. I like the way. Do you understand to shoe, isn't it? The big ones are mommy and daddy. Some yes. mm. and, and I mean good mommy and daddy. No bad mommy and daddy. Good mommy and daddy. Wow. They're the ones that come with good advice. Don't do ministry. Don't answer the call. Don't follow this call. Then they'll give you all the bad examples. Have you seen this person? He said he was going on missions. So I was going to do this. Then this and this happened. And then this and that happened. And then that, that, that. Like that. The good. Do you see the good? The dove has left you. You don't, you don't even know your calling, you don't know your ministry, you can't find your ministry. But you see, let me also ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Which profession is easy? Which profession is that when you start, as soon as you start, you're a millionaire? Which one is easy? I mean, there are people who have chosen all sorts of routes. That they feel, oh, this one, it's almost like this one is a shortcut. When you take this one, money is coming. I'm going to be rich. I mean, there are causes, causes that have been named, something in finance. And then when you see, you see these 18 year olds, when they see them, their eyes are popping. So if I enter into this course, this in finance, economics and finance, I'm, com- I'm coming out like Bill Gates. And then when they come out, they start doing the applications. And the applications are not applying. And they don't understand why. And they have the certificate there. Whatever in finance. And the finance is not jumping at them. Because, because every route, every profession is the same. It's the same, 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 same. It's the same. You have to fight. You have to press. There will be disappointments. There will be good times. Disappointments. But you have to press. <laughs> press. You have to fight to enter. When it gets to ministry and there are disappointments or there are some disappointed people, why would you use that as your standard? Have you not seen people who have studied, who have studied medicine, law, and you don't know anything about them. Accounting, you don't know. Engineering, we don't know where they are. And when it gets to ministry, it's as if it must be on autopilot. Wherever, wherever we started from is where you will start from. Hey, in case you don't know, in case you don't know. I've been here for 28 years. In case you don't know, 28 years. Yes. Yes, I've been married for 28 years. The church is as old as my marriage. Yes. I've been here for 28 years, in case you don't know. In case you feel, I'm going on missions. I'm going on Bible school. From their missions. In case, in case you together with your dove shoes think that as soon as you come out of Bible school, you, you come out you, and you land in a place... Boom, missions, then crowds gather. <laughs> Some of you here, I preached to your mothers this morning. 
before you came. I've preached to your mom today before you have come. Yes. But it's not like, I, I, as soon as I landed at Heathrow, the soul started following me. Following me. So I come, we are going. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. By the grace of God, it's been tough. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, don't understand because you also say, okay, don't do it. Say, you shouldn't do ministry. What should you do? You should do pharmacy. You should do pharmacy. Pharmacy. Pre reg. Then, boom, you are rich. Or you are making it. I mean, are you a joker? So, you see, sometimes even the reasoning and the arguments don't tally. You, you, can't even, you can't even understand why you are even being told don't say but when you feel you have a calling then you start telling you this person was that this, this happened to this person this, then they are pointing out lazy boys and girls to you lazy boys and girls in this little church that God has blessed us with I can give you two doctors one rich one poor I can, give, I can give you two dentists, one rich, one poor. I can give you two accountants, one rich, one poor. I can give you two engineers, one rich, one unemployed. I can give you two architects, one rich, one unemployed. I can, look, I can, I can give you two lawyers, one lawyer, one lost. In other words, we don't even know where the person is. So is it the cause? It's the people and the attitude. Do you think everybody who has had services to preach to today, every pastor, every reverend, when you just stand in the hall and say, hey, I'm having church, then people just come. Don't let anybody deceive you. Don't let dove shoes. Is that what we describe? Shoes. Shoes of doves. When God is calling you, the dove is about to settle on you. They, they, they sit you down and give you a lecture. Give you a lecture. Of how it's a bad thing to serve. We say, you have to continue. Your profession. Also for your profession. I also want you to have a profession. All the examples I'm giving you. I have names in my head. That's what I'll even pull before I mention. I have names in my head for everyone. I'm not just talking. I have names in my head that I can, I can give to you. Which of them? Which of them do you just enter and then you are doing well? Before you realize they are teaching you to follow their ways, before you becoming a, 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 a disloyal person, a, a liar, a fornicator. I mean, before you realize, because that's the, that's the road that they, some, some of these people walk on. That's the road they are walking on. Adulterers and liars and fornicators. They will tell you things in the name of good advice. Good or good advice. Don't do this. Be careful about this. Be careful about that. Be careful about that. Then I will tell you that be careful about everything. If we live in the real world, be careful about everything. Be careful about everything. Everything. Be very, very careful. Because since God said, out of the sweat of your face are you eat, He hasn't changed. You can't just say that I'm sweating. Touch, touch, touch my forehead and see if don't, are you, are you not feeling water? Yes. So at the end of the month, I can get some small pounds to buy bread. Hey. I'm sweating. 
Is it because it's preaching so I've been exempted from hard work? I've not been exempted from hard work. I've not been exempted from work. I've not been exempted from work. I work fairly hard. Fairly hard from Tuesday to Sunday because Monday is my day off. Even Mondays, you, you, you call and you text with questions that you don't have an answer to. You want me to have an answer to. Yes. There are days that I start talking from 9.30 in the morning, non-stop till 6 p.m. I talk. But because you are not in those meetings, you, you, I'm sure you imagine that by now I'm eating sausage somewhere. He's eating sausage. He's, or, or he's waiting on God for Sunday. He's really preparing for Sunday. No, no, no. I mean, like a, like a science teacher. To say that when you think that we talk about church anointing and things, there's some things you're not exempted from. Does it mean that then it's a, it's a day off? Nothing is happening. As soon as you enter smooth, as you are being given options, go this way. Those who went that way. Yes. Those who went that way, what did they come back with? Or how long did they take them to get something? Apart from the fraudsters. Who will be careful enough not to tell you that part of it is lies and fraud? Wow. May the dove not fly from you. And even when you are trying to hold on to the dove, watch out for those who come and say, (laughs) For the, the dove is gone. It's gone. Your ministry is gone. Your calling is gone. I was leaving Ghana when prophet said come to London I want to start a church in London I want you to be the pastor there when I was leaving do you know the question my father asked me and the question my father asked me which I didn't answer till today he asked me he said okay so you're going to do your masters you see and I said and I just waited for his next comment and he said, God bless you, God be with you. And I said, that is what I wanted. That I'm going to sit down to discuss church. Oh, you think, you think those of us who are pastors, we didn't have good parents? Do you know the questions you would have asked me? And I didn't want to lie, so I didn't say anything. Are you glad I came? Yes. I'll be sitting there and say, I just stood there like that. Ask the question of Master. I just I just stood there like because I didn't want to lie. I didn't say anything. And then he looked at me and he just said, he lifted up his hand and said, God bless you, God be with you. Later. London. I'm coming to London. If that conversation has continued, you say what? What are you saying? Yeah. You're go, you, so you're, it's like you're going to start it where? 
Yes. And then who do you know there? Who, who will attend? Because I also didn't know who will attend. All of you, where do I know you from? I don't know where you, I don't know you from. How can you answer such questions? For we walk by faith and not by sight. Now I'm, now I'm going to explain my faith to him. I explain my faith. And then that's where good parents will start talking. You, so you see your pastor, you see your pastor, he's a doctor. He's a medical doctor. He's this. You see, then, then the carnal logic and reason and argument start. And then you miss your ministry, you miss your calling, you miss your vocation. You miss the grace of God that will come upon you. Because now it will be explained to me. Have you seen? He's finished this. He's done this. In other words, he's done his PhD. He's done this. Ta 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 Then they will start talking. Okay, so let's start following PhD. I finished PhD. What next? Does it, does it mean that gold will be put in my laps? I hope you guys really understand what I'm saying to you. That either way that you choose, you're not exempted from hard work. Either route that you take, you're not exempted from hard work. Yes. You won't be exempted. So follow your calling. Thank you for your patience and listening to me today. Stand to your feet. Yes. I pray we'll rather be dove catchers and dove keepers. Yes. And be with him. Be with him. Be there. And be wary of people who guide you into carnality. Yes. The more they talk, the more angry you become. Or the more sexually aroused you become. I mean, what type of person is this in your life? As soon as a person comes into your life, you, then you are sexually aroused. Hey. And you think that dove is also there. He's not there. He's not there. Don't make no mistake. No, make no mistake. He's not there. You've actually, you've actually engaged an evil spirit. And correct that thing in your head. Earlier I said coconuts, it's the same thing, your head. Correct that thing in your head very fast. And never think, never think that these kind of sexual misconducts and things are compatible with ministry. And it, it is okay, and, it, and also it's like it's okay to mix it with the ministry and continue. Get that thing out of your head. Get it, I'll kick it out of your head very fast. If you really want God to use you and God to work through you, kick it out of your head. And know that it's a disgraceful, shameful act to fall into that thing and to stay in it and call yourself a minister or somebody that God has called or you want to work with God. Or you're a papa. Or you're a mama. Yeah, yeah, somebody. Take that thing out of your head. That's not, that's not the atmosphere that does. That's for ravens. They move with the dead, dead bodies. Very comfortable. You shall escape every rabbinic atmosphere. Pray for yourself. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Ask God for the Holy Spirit as we, as we close off. Pray. Pray.
favor you become the person that the dove can settle on and the dove will settle on pray pray like the dove can and will settle on you on your ministry on your work on the work that you are doing the work that God has given you the opportunity to do in the church that it shall be anointed it shall be anointed and you flow in the anointing you flow in the anointing pray for yourself pray 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 for yourself thank you Jesus thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit thank you Holy Spirit oh Jesus pray that a dove can settle so you can hear the lovely voice of God the beautiful voice of the Lord to direct you and to guide you that you'll be a, a dove lover a dove lover a lover of the Holy Spirit in anything you do and everywhere that you go Jesus we thank you Jesus we bless your name Father we we're saying thank you for what you've told us today for the light, for the instruction for the direction you've brought to us today I pray may the Holy Spirit be with us show us, teach us correct us cause us to know him to know his presence to love his presence to encourage his presence to attract his presence in our lives and in our ministries in everything that we do may we attract his presence may his presence be with us thank you Holy Spirit thank you Father in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus pray one more time just for one more minute for the Holy Spirit I feel you should just ask God for the Holy Spirit just ask him for more for more of the Spirit just pray and ask God for more of the Holy Spirit let's pray saying Lord I need the Holy Spirit I need him I need him I need him I need him I need more of 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 him more 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 of him more of the anointing I want to flow in and out in and out of the ministry I want to be constant consistent in the Holy Spirit Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Now while every eye is still closed We are still praying You are here You want to say pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus I want to surrender my life To the Lordship of Jesus Christ I want my sins to be forgiven I want to be a child of God If you are here like that You want to say pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus today Very quickly just your right hand And I'll pray with you Lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. God bless you. I can see your hand there. You also want to, uh, you want to join in. I believe there are a few more. Won't say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my heart. I need Jesus in my life. Just your right hand. Lift up high so I can see you. Yes, God bless you. Yes, God bless you. I can see your hands there. I can see your hand. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to come to me very quickly. Come, come out of your seats. Yes, come all the way down from upstairs, downstairs, wherever you are. Come. Come to Jesus. There is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross for you. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come quickly. Come to Jesus. There is still room for one. Yes, there is Jesus as your Savior. There is still room for one. Yes, there is room. Yes, there is room. Yes, there is room. Yes, there is room. There is room at the cross for you. Yes. Say this prayer after me and let whole church join us as we say this prayer together. Say, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for my sins. And I believe Jesus is alive today. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Now say it out boldly. Say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Say, Heavenly Father, please write my name in the book of life. Now say, Thank you, Father for accepting me and making me a child of yours in Jesus name Amen God bless you well done receive your gifts
Wow. Your rappers are high level. Can I have a look? Wow. I like one. It's nice, isn't it? It's a special gift to you. Read it, be blessed by it, and you'll be glad you did. God bless you. See you at the close of service. Okay, so you may go back to your seat. Clap for them as they go back to their seats. I think we want to receive communion, isn't it? Communion time. Communion. Healing time. Miracle time. Blessing time. Promotion time. Are you tired of standing? Okay, let's stand for the communion. You tired? Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. It's fantastic. Okay. Beautiful. Father, we bless this bread and we bless this cup and I declare it is the Lord's body and it is the blood of Jesus. As we eat it, let healing come into our bodies. As we eat it, let strength and grace come into us, Lord. Let the foolish become wise. Let the simple-minded become prudent. Thank you for the blessing today. In Jesus' name. Amen. The body of Christ. Eat it. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Father, thank you for promotion. Thank you for honor. Thank you for multiplied grace that has come into our lives today. In Jesus' name. Amen. This is the body of Christ. The body. Do you want some more of the body? Yes. It can only be a blessing. It can only be a blessing. The body of Christ. The body. Wow, that's all you want of the body? Really? Wow. The body. The body. The body of Christ. You want somebody? The body of Christ. You know, people are jealous. They wish they came on the stage. You see them queuing up here, and I'm not, I'm not going to mind them because I'm coming back to you. Yes, the body of Christ. Do you want the body? Yes. Take it and share. Share. No, take all and share. Pass, pass it. Break some and pass it. No problem. You are blessed. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.